Hey guys, Mike here. Hey, on this episode, I'm going to go over some factors that uh, I believe affect deer growth. Um, some that have absolutely been proven by QDMA um, and some statistics and things of that nature. And uh, some of which I just have seen in nature myself um, that could uh, put some bullshit arguments to rest out there. Um, so I uh, hope you guys enjoy this one. As always, you know, Swamp Stick. There are people, um, also, uh, triptych multi-tool. There are people go check them out. Um, and, uh, anybody in my area here around Gettysburg, uh, JC real estate prep and, uh, junk clear. There are two businesses and those two businesses, uh, are doing a lot of business here locally. Um, we're taking care of people. If you're selling your home, you got a bunch of work you need done, uh, reach out to me, uh, Mike Beecham on Facebook or reach out through junk clear. Uh, we're doing full scale real estate prep. I mean, like we'll remodel your kitchen, clean out the house, deep clean the house, power wash the outside of the house, pour a new concrete patio and sell that bitch for an extra 60 grand. How about that? Huh? I bet you'd like that. I bet your realtor would like that. I bet everybody in the family would like that. How about a fucking Disney vacation folks? All right. You hit me up if you need that. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey guys, uh, it's just me again on this episode because I've been a fucking busy motherfucker and I don't have time to contact guests and shit. So here we are again. Uh, yeah, I'm a piece of shit, I know. Uh, but this is a cool episode and I'm going to get some get some guests. I got guys like lining up. I just, I'm too fucking busy, man. I can't turn around, uh, honestly, with our business and shit. So, um but yeah, I hope, uh, I hope everybody's having a good hunting season. Uh, it looks like we're going to have a cold one this year. We've already been getting some good cold snaps. We got some cold snaps through the rut. Um, so that's good. Uh, birds have already moved. Uh, a lot of divers have already hit Chesapeake Bay, which is a good thing. Uh, this time last year, we were all pissing in the wind, uh, hoping we were going to kill some divers. So uh, it wasn't until late until they showed up. But hey, they're already here now. How cool is that? Um, also, uh, on this episode, I want to go over some factors that I believe thoroughly, thoroughly affect, uh, deer growth in, in any area. Um, this really pertains, it, it pertains to anyone anywhere, but, um, the reason that this came to me was 
over the over the years that I've lived where I live, my wife and I live in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and we have some battlefields around us, some hallowed ground. Um, but the quarry that is behind me is hunted. Um, and then there, there are a lot of neighbors who hunt, um, people in Pennsylvania never saw a crossbow or a 30 odd six. They didn't love to shoot at deer. I mean, people in Pennsylvania love a shooting shack and they love rifle hunting and crossbow hunting. Welcome to Pennsylvania. Um, but when I moved from Maryland here to PA, um, I come from North Central Maryland. I live in South Central Pennsylvania. Not much changed um, other than there's some battlefield around me across the street. There's some, uh, the, the biggest hospital in the war uh, right across the street from me. So nobody's allowed to hunt these areas. And uh, if anybody's been following along, they know that I killed the Big Ten this year uh, here at the house with my bow. And it's... I have, I, I will not release photos of them until I possibly harvest one of them, but, um, or, or if I know that they die, uh, but there are a couple hammers that I'm praying make it through this rifle season. Like there, there's an eight point here that is, um, that keeps me up at night. Sometimes like gives me nightmares. I'm not even kidding. Like he's that big. Um, I, he's, I want to say he's probably one forties, one forties class eight point, um, probably five plus years old. He is split brow on one side, heavy, big bases, 20 inches inside. Like, uh, he's, he's a tanker. He is a, he's a tank. Like even my kid, my little boys see him when I'm showing them pictures and, and, uh, trail cam footage. And they're like, Oh my God, it's a tank. This thing. So and then I got another eight point with G2s on him that got to be 14 to 16 inches long. Like, just huge. He's he's a tank, but he's I think he's only three, maybe four. Um, we have another three-year-old that's a 10-point here um, that I guarantee you anybody around here is going to shoot him if they get an opportunity. And, and I'd, I'd let him walk. Uh, but since I'm already tagged out, that doesn't matter anyway. Um Shame on Pennsylvania for only allowing you one buck. That's I'm sitting on a gold mine and, like, and I'm fucking tagged out. Uh, but anyway, uh, the buck I killed hell of a buck too. And I, I think he's four years old. Um, but uh, the, the eight point is definitely older. He's a little bit bigger. He's got more sag and he also is just his mass and like his antler growth is fucking stupid. But um what I what I often think about, and I've had this conversation before with people who are from the Midwest, people who hunt the Midwest, uh, Ohio, your Missouri's, Iowa's, Illinois, Kansas, uh, guys that hunt these areas that that tell me, um, you know, that's where you have to go to kill big mature whitetails. Look, I. Uh, I absolutely understand what they mean. Um, I understand that you can fight the headache of masses of other hunters and the headache of your neighbors shooting every two-year-old eight-point they run across and um, and loads of poaching. Oh, we, we got a good bit of poaching around here. And I, 
it just is what it is, I guess. But like, there's a lot around here. Like, um, you can fight that by going to areas like the Midwest that are destination big buck areas. What what that does, that persona that the Midwest has, what that has done to states like Illinois, uh, states like Kansas, uh, Iowa, Iowa, the big one, Ohio, a big one, one of the you know the top two or three. Those states are known for big whitetails. Therefore, it has became, it it has become part of their culture there. Um, not many people are shooting two year old six and eight points out there, because why the fuck would you when three out of four of your but abutting neighboring properties are only shooting one thirties and above. You're not going to do that. Um, so that's the culture difference. You know, uh, that's, that's number one on the list is culture. The culture where I live at is this. Well, if I don't shoot him, my neighbor's gonna, and well, they don't get that big around here. And well, it's three or more on one side, and I got to take my my chances when I get them. And Pennsylvania only allows me my one bonus doe that I had to draw in, uh, eat mail in for in the summertime, and uh, and I'm only allowed one buck. So to fill the freezer, I, you know, I got to do what I got to do, you know. And there's a lot of poaching going on, and <laughs> like, and so on and so forth. Look, like. Honest to goodness, guys, like the, as I said, I will not show you, if if you see me in person, I'll show you a picture, but I will not show anyone the pictures of some of the deer I have, uh, running around here. Um, but you like, trust me as someone who's hunted since, you know, was with his dad since the age of four and five, like these are big deer these are three to five year old white tails these are white tails that are actually making it past three into maturity and they are impressive they are impressive guys like it's 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 insane it is insane to me uh when i when i first moved into this um into this home here in gettysburg um i was excited to put out trail cams and kind of see what came through and during the rut, I shot the big crab claw seven that is on my wall here at home. And a lot of people have, that know me personally have seen him. Uh, I've seen pictures of him. I shot him with my bow here when we first moved in. And uh, beautiful deer, but just a big crab claw, you know. And, uh, and oh, and here's another one we get. The genetics. The genetics around here suck. There are some crab claws around here, folks. There's crab claws everywhere. But there are some crab claws running around here. I'd be lying if I said there weren't, uh, but you know, that buck I killed here and then yeah, slapped up trail cams. Uh, we have a pinch point between the quarry and, uh, our buildings, uh, you know, our garage and our home, uh, behind my garage. And we, we put a trail cam up there every year and the bucks that came through impressive, like, <laughs> There's a couple, there's some eight point genetics here that'll just fucking melt your brain. Like 
tall, wide, big, four or five-year-old eight points that have come through here in the rut. And I know for a fact that there are all these big whitetails running around out here. And all I see online in this area, two and three-year-old bucks getting shot and guys posting up, you know, shot this, shot this big eight, like uh, opening day buck and blah, blah, blah. And I think to myself, man, it's the culture here because I can prove to you that there are large white tails that, that thrive in these areas. I live in an area where the fucking ag is minimal. Dude, the deer have to travel like a mile from my house to get to ag land because everything's hallowed ground or quarry. It's all woods. The nearest crop farm is out at the highway. And from my house to the highway, um, where those ag fields are, is probably about a mile and a half. That's how far the deer have to travel to get to those ag fields. So the deer in this area that stick close to the house here, these deer are just eating browse. Dude, they're just eating browse here and they're getting this big. Like these aren't even ag fed deer. I mean, yeah, they are. They're, I'm sure they're making their way out to ag at nighttime. I'm sure they're traveling, especially during the summertime when they're trying to grow antler, antler mass and antler growth. I'm sure they're trying to pack on some beans and corn. I'm sure they're heading out to the fucking crop fields. But dude, these, these deer aren't eating crop all day long. They aren't like sitting in a slough and popping up into standing corn at 1 p.m. And, and munching for a half hour and laying back down. This isn't that type of situation. And these deer are still thriving. I, uh, if a deer has the ability to make it to age four and a half, they are a large deer. They are a mature deer. Um, they have to get to four and five to be big fucking deer. You want to shoot a, you know, a Pope and young over 125 whitetail with your bow here in the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, it can be done. You just can't shoot the two and three year old eight points. Like that. Like, like, what's your excuse? Like, well, you know, if you're somebody who enjoys shooting those deer and that's what you're out there for, dude, I get it. I get, look, I get it. It doesn't tickle my fancy because for years, my father and I have managed, you know, our lease in Maryland. And, and since 2017, Deidre and I have lived here in Gettysburg. And I can tell you when deer get over the age of three, deer start to blossom and you see big deer. And there's nothing to me more heart pounding and exciting than October 31st and that fucking 10 point, that four-year-old 10 point has been holed up in the cedar patch that you could not get to because he, he'd pin you with wind or he'd see you coming in. He's slipping up half hour after daylight, pushing does. Like that's what gets my heart pounding. When I, my, even my father will tell you when you, when he's out in the stand and a, a big two or a small three year old whitetail walks past his stand. He did it multiple times this year and he lets that eight point go or that nine point go. That's a, that's a dink in our eyes. That's a small buck. It, you might get a little worked up, but you don't get worked up. 
when you see that barrel-chested son of a bitch pushing a doe through the cedars or through the standing corn on November 4th, that's what gets you going. That's what does it. Like it's and until you experience that, you only know the what you know. Like <laughs> so if you've shot at every two and three year old eight point that you've ever seen, then by God, that's what you get amped up on. But for us, you know, we've we've successful, successfully filled the freezer every year with does and stupid looking deer and, you know, bucks, like bucks we've wanted to pull out of the gene pool and things like that. And we've kind of created this ecosystem of deer that get older. We still battle the same battles all the time, man, the same as everybody else. But there is not a goddamn thing that feels as good as a big mature white tail pushing down a trail when, you know, with bow in hand, like not, there's nothing that does it, uh, for me, for him, we, you know, we've talked, we discussed it a lot and, um, that's all part of the culture around here is a lot of people don't know what it even feels like to see a deer of that caliber. That's why a lot of people from our area go on guided paid for hunts in Illinois, Missouri, Iowa, and they accidentally shoot a big three and a half year old buck and their guides are pissed. And, but they're like, dude, this is like the, this is the nicest buck that I've ever seen in the woods. And it's like, well, actually uh, we, we had a six year old and a seven year old in the same patch of woods this week. So if you'd have just sat tight, you know, you'd have really seen something. And I mean, that's just how it works out, you know, um, but it, it's the culture and um, it's, it's this, it's stuck in ruts. It's stuck in ways. It's, it's stuck thinking that those are big deer when they're not, you know, those two and three year old deer. And um, also there is, uh, there's this idea that deer, and I just, I touched on this earlier, that deer get big in large ag areas. Not, <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, the more nutrients in any way, the better for the whitetail, the healthier the whitetail. But as I said, <laughs> these battlefields are surrounded or are, are filled with browse. They're there aren't even large clover patches out here. There's not like great, like the deer might stumble at nighttime into a commons area for tourists and eat some, eat little patches of clover in the grass, the mowed grass. But that's it. Like they're, they're living off browse out here and they're still getting pretty damn big. So uh, I, I think that, uh, I think that that's, that's a little bit, that's kind of just another one of those bullshit excuses. Um, you know, our deer don't get big here because there's nothing to eat. Um, I know that the deer in Ohio and Illinois, and I, I know a lot of those deer get, get large at a younger age uh, body size. A antler growth as well, but they get large at a younger age uh, because of nature. Nature pushes three and four year old whitetails in Iowa to look like five and six and seven year old whitetails in Maryland and Pennsylvania. 
because it's motherfucking brutal cold out there in December. So these deer like naturally have to be bigger. And that is understandable to me. But as I just said, <laughs> the deer in Maryland and Pennsylvania can get big. Um, there, there are areas in the U.S. where the deer are just smaller, smaller. You know, like the Everglades, uh, the eastern shore of South Carolina and Georgia. Um, where else? <laughs> like, uh, maybe Arizona. I don't. I don't fuck it. I've never even heard of people shooting whitetails in Arizona, but I, I'm sure it happens. I know it happens. But there are just areas where the deer don't get that big. Um, another mis misnomer is uh, mountain deer don't get big. Bull fucking shit. Um, I've hunted the mountains my entire life. Um, you know, in the Appalachian Mountains, I'm telling you, there are hammers that live on those mountains. They just live two and three and four miles back from any trailhead. And that's why they they get that old. When they get old, they get smart. They push the young bucks away. The young bucks live in the shittier bedding areas. Thus, more small bucks get killed. They're dumber and they live in shittier areas. The dense, thick, steep, nasty, gnarly shit, that's where the big boys live and that's where the humans don't go. Uh, thus why people think that mountain deer are all small. Not fucking true. So there's that. Um, myself, um, I... I've seen some really big deer come off the mountains and it's just bullshit. A lot of, a lot of deer that feed that have to walk a, a long ways every night to get to ag and then eat acorns and browse during the day way up on the mountain. Um, that's, that's real life. That's true shit. That's what these deer do. Um, you know, these deer, these deer move around a lot more, thus why their body sizes may be smaller, but their antlers still grow. Um, these, you know, these deer naturally get bigger, but they aren't like big, hawking, packed with fat fucking deer. These are these are like more strong, more muscle than fat by far. Like very strong deer, uh, just because of the terrain that they traverse. But they still grow some big old racks, guys. And uh, so that's just another one of those, those bullshit things. Um, it's hard for me. I can't say that uh, I'll forever concentrate my hunting efforts in Pennsylvania and in North Central Maryland. And the re the white, my whitetail. And the reason for that is... If one day I can afford a big track of tract of Eastern Shore Maryland property, um, maybe down around Vienna uh, or around Fruitland and Salisbury or whatever, and it, and if I can have a piece of property full of large a large flock of turkeys and big whitetails, then absolutely I'm gonna I'm gonna transition. And, um, and there, look, there's, there's big whitetails killed down there every year. I just today actually recording this, saw a big old whitetail buck, um, that was just killed on the Eastern shore this past week. Uh, like, you know, something like a 12 or 13 point, you know, it's like a natural 10 with some, some three and four inch kickers and shit. 
just a really pretty deer. And um, so, look, it, is it hard to find and make find big deer in in this area right here? Yeah. Is it hard to maintain managed property in this area? Yeah. But here's why, guys. Everybody who makes the excuse, well, my neighbor would shoot them anyway. Everybody who makes the excuse, there's not enough ag here. Everybody who makes the excuse, these are mountain deer. Everybody who makes the excuse, the gene pool sucks here. And on and on and on and on and on and fucking on, guys. You are part of the issue. You can't grow big white tails if you shoot the little white tails. Got it? That's it. Capiche. That's fucking it. It's the only, it's the, here's one. If they've got it, if you want them to get mature, you got to let them get mature. <laughs> you can't shoot them at two and three and expect to see 140 inch fours and fives. It's not going to happen. And I can promise you when you let those smaller deer go and you see that 140 inch fucking deer three years from now pushing a barrel and a fucking doe down a goddamn path 20 yards from you, pushing every goddamn other buck out of his way and your hands are shaking like it's zero degrees outside and you're wearing a t-shirt. That's it, folks. I'm there is not a feeling there's in whitetail hunting, there is not a feeling other than that. You know, I would akin it to a six by six elk bugling at 40 yards, you know, pushing through a fucking pine patch. Like I would akin it to a turkey rushing in on your decoys in the middle of a, a small clearing in a large woods, you know, barreling in on an oak flat, screaming his head off, you know. Shooting him at five to 10 yard, like that's what I akin that feeling to. And there, like there, there is, there is nothing like it, honest to goodness. And I, I hope you guys take this as a, as a slight word of advice and get out of your own way and start letting those smaller deer go. Also, if you can draw a bow back and you shoot a crossbow, you're a pussy. See you guys.